are listening to the Barbara May Show, the place where we discuss all that really matters. We will cover all you need to know about lifestyle, health, spirituality, and plus so much more. Are you ready? Let's dive in. You are listening to episode nine with Charlie Mould. Charlie is a breathwork coach, chiropractor, and a founder of Source, a breathwork company focusing on releasing a physical and emotional tension through workshops and coaching. Charlie has been featured on BBC Radio, Sunday Times, Breathe Magazine, and a Telegraph. I'm so excited to have her on my show, and on this episode, we are going to simply talking about breathing. Charlie will explain the types and importances of correct breathing technique. Let's dive in. Hello, Charlie, and thank you very much for being on my podcast. My first question for you is, what are you grateful for? I love that. Thank you so much for having me. I am grateful for my gorgeous family this morning. It's my little sister's 21st, and Easter always makes me think of family as well. Um, I'm also really grateful for my business. It's kept me going in lockdown on my own the past year. So they're the two things that come on my gratitude list every day. Thank you very much for sharing that. I'm very excited to have you here today. So you and I, before before we started the recording of the podcast, you and I were talking about the breath work and, uh, and we we're talking about how important the breath work is. I think, I think that um, breath work and mindfulness, it's going together, but people just don't connect those things together. And not many people know how important the breath work is. So can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah, when we were touching on this point last week, you created a little light bulb in my head because I'm so immersed in the breathwork world. To me, it just makes sense. Like, why wouldn't you have some form of breathwork practice? But I think you're absolutely right. It's quite a new trendy thing that's come onto the scene. And I don't think the dots are necessarily always connected between how you can use breathwork to help you in terms of your mindset, how you show up each day. Um, so what breathwork is, is I always break it down into two parts. Um, one part is what I call integrative breath. So that's the kind of breathwork that you can use day to day. So most of us are actually in chronic oxygen starvation. Obviously, especially the past year, most of us are in stress mode. So we tend to be chest breathers, tend to be mouth breathers. And, and we actually tend to close off parts of our body when we're stressed. So we do not breathe to full capacity. So one part is integrative breath. So fixing your day-to-day patterns and that changes your energy, it changes your state, it changes how you show up. And then the second part is called conscious connected breathing. So this is a way to tap into your subconscious, which as we know, runs the show. It's 80% of our actions half the time we don't know why we're doing what we're doing but it's often driven from subconscious patternings memories in our body so conscious connected breath is a way to tap into our subconscious and to also release tension release all this physical emotional tension that we kind of pack away over the years so that kind of breath work is a really uh, transformative experience it can often be quite intense can we talk more about, about the oxygen? And um, you were saying that certain people 
breathe only to the chest certain people only breathe into their belly yes so there's something called the viteko method so it's a way of testing how well you are breathing when you do this test there's a certain count there's a certain measure that you want to reach and you want to reach a count of 25 for athletes you want to reach 30 most people when i test them are around 10 and You'll probably notice as well when you hear people speaking, when you hear people rushing about day to day, they're, they're often out of breath very, very quickly. And one of the reasons why we are chronic mouth breathers is because we're not taking a full in-breath of air, of oxygen. So when we do have parts of our body which are closed off, which are obstructed, uh, we have to breathe so many more times a minute just to keep oxygen in our cells, to keep our body going and obviously when we're constantly in this state of oxygen deprivation um, it affects everything so it affects the amount of oxygen we get to our cells to our brain it affects our energy um, even how we lose weight did you know that you lose fat through your breath I always thought it was like when you went to the loo yeah it's true oh my god no no idea oh wow <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um has a huge impact obviously you know we won't be alive without oxygen if you think about I always say this and I said this when I chatted to you um on the phone last week so how you breathe mirrors how you live your life this is it's a bit dark but if you think about someone who is close to their deathbed it's like a the breath is like they call it the death rattle don't they you know the breath becomes so slow and labored and when someone is depressed or feels apathetic the breath is so slow it's small you don't you don't breathe but actually when you're moving forwards in life uh, like when i talk to you barbara you have so much passion you're in service to people you're stepping up when you do that your breath is so much more full there's so much more life in your body we have so much more capacity to feel our emotions um, absolutely amazing. You know, I said to you before, um, and just to tell this to listeners, um, I said that I believe that the soul connects to the body when we are born by breath, by that first breath. Um, I have so many questions for you, Charlie. I want to talk about how do we lose weight by breathing? <laughs> but how do we how do we connect to our consciousness? How do we speed up the metabolism? Just like literally, I just really don't know where to start. But yeah, but let's just talk about um, you were saying last time we talked, you were saying that um, um, the first breath is very painful. Let's start yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. So how I discovered this was actually on my breathwork training, which kind of makes sense. Um, but we did something called rebirthing. So we had this hot tub. I don't know if you've ever done this. We had this hot tub and you had to put on a scuba mask and you had to like lie face down and you had two people holding you. And he had to breathe underwater for about 20 minutes. And it's meant to simulate the birth experience. So it was so interesting because when each participant came out of the water, some people were really chilled. Some people would scream and cry. And it's like something would come over them. One thing that happened when I came out the birthing pool <laughs> is I got this intense pain in my chest. And when we broke it down afterwards, um, often babies, obviously if you think about it, you're in the womb, you're not 
taking in oxygen, you're not breathing air. So that first breath, especially when a lot of births nowadays tend to be kind of traumatic. So when we take our first breath, um, most babies get this searing pain, which is why you get this big yell, this big scream. So the interesting part about that is, is that we are getting imprinted from day one with our breath. And in some ways it can teach us right from being a newborn that when we take a deep breath, it's scary. And actually that mirrors our entire life because as soon as something scary happens, we stop breathing. I know there are so many people who don't breathe. I remember when I was little, I was told, you need to breathe. Why don't you breathe? And I'm just thinking, I am breathing because if I wasn't breathing, I wouldn't be here. But so many people just hold, hold a breath. Yeah. So what is the right way of breathing? Good question. Um, so obviously, one of the main things is activating your diaphragm. That's your primary breathing muscle. So practicing placing your hands on your belly, lying down so you don't feel... Um, compression the weight of your body as you're seated it's a nice way to practice lying down and practicing taking deep breaths into your belly so oftentimes when I work with clients they find it really uncomfortable the breath pattern that I teach to start with because they're just not used to you know really stretching out your intercostals and really breathing into the belly and um, so you want to be breathing into the belly you want to be breathing through your nose your nose is designed to um, warm up the air to the right temperature to filter out you know any, any germs anything that you don't want going into your body um, so practicing breathing through your nose and there's lots of ways that you can do that um, you can tape up your mouth at night time a big portion of the time we spend uh, mouth breathing is when we sleep and if you you're not sure if you're a mouth breather one of the common signs is you'll wake up in the middle of the night and you're absolutely parched you're so thirsty same if you wake up in the morning, you're really, really thirsty. So nose breaths, um, breathing into your diaphragm. And also you should be breathing about six breaths per minute. So you can practice that by um, practicing deep breaths and practicing breath holds. So when you practice breath holds or something called light breathing, then you build up your intolerance to carbon dioxide. And when you can practice these things, and um, also practice staying calm when you're stressed, then it's a habit. Your body gets you used to breathing better. So it's a very measurable habit. It doesn't take that long to correct a lot of breathing issues. Okay, let's go straight in. How do we lose weight <laughs> by, sorry. <laughs> How do we lose weight by breathing? Come on. <laughs> I'm sure everybody wants to know. <laughs> we should have done the whole podcast on this <laughs> there's actually a lady called um sam skelly you've probably heard of her she's quite big on instagram and uh she's a millionaire now she's a millionaire breathwork coach and one of the reasons for that is because she has this program called hungry for happiness and she fixes the wrong word i can't think of the right word she was able to recover from her eating disorder through breath work. And she did a program off that. So she has a book I heard, yeah. Hungry for Happiness. So there's twofold. Um, breath work can be used as an incredible tool for addiction. Most of us have some kind of addiction to food. I certainly do. Sugar, emotional eater, you know. So that's a big part. 
um, because you can really, as I said, get down to the root cause of what's happening in your subconscious patterning. And the second thing is, yeah, how you lose fat is through your breath. So if you think about this, logically, if you're taking deeper breaths and if you're doing deep dive breath work, you can get the fat out quicker. <laughs> <laughs> so it's releasing toxins from your body. So it's a release. Um, so yeah, it's twofold. The more you express, the more you let go. Usually when we're holding on to weight, I'm sure you've heard of this before from people like Louise Hay, you're, you're usually holding on to something at the same time. Um, but also the more you breathe, the more you're able to get rid of these toxins, get rid of what you're holding on to. So yeah, you can lose weight from deep conscious connected breathing. Amazing. Have you got yeah. courses on this? Have I? I feel like I should now. <laughs> so would this be, would this be, sorry, would this be breathing into your belly? So like kind of doing the balloon breath? Is that what it would be? I mean, um, again, if you just think about it logically, if you're breathing better throughout the day and you add that up throughout the day, then that's going to have an effect. But yeah, when I talk about conscious connected breath, I'm careful not to go into this too much because um, everyone is so different and this kind of breath can be quite triggering for some people. But the main breath pattern that I do is open mouth breath and yeah, deep into the belly and every breath is connected, there's no pause. So it's an activated breath. And because your mouth is open, there's so much exchange of air coming through your body. So um, if that's your goal, then it's gonna be much more efficient doing that kind of breath. And it's like this, I think you can probably hear this on the podcast. So hands on your belly, you have an open mouth and you go in. So it's a big intake of breath. It's a relaxed exhale. That will probably be the most efficient route if you wanted to. <laughs> and breath for that reason. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so let's talk about how do we connect to our consciousness through right uh, breathing? Um, again, this is talking about conscious connected breath. So even the act of being still, being with your body is a great way to start. Being connected to your breath. So Breathwork is an embodiment practice, so it's bringing you into your body, um, which is going to bring us closer to our consciousness, closer to who we are, closer to divine God, whatever, whatever you call that bigger power. And that's why I call my business Source, because it's a way to connect to Source. So um, around 15 minutes of breathwork, when you're taking these deep open mouth breaths, then you reach something called activation. So um, it's when your breath starts to breathe you, it's when your body takes over um, and you're not, you're not running the show with your mind. So this is when people can shake, it's when um, people can get all sorts of physical symptoms from it. Um, and it's also when you can tap into higher states of consciousness. So oftentimes this is when, a bit like in plant medicine, people will get dreams show up or people will get answers to things or people can tap into their intuition. So um, I actually think it's a superpower for anybody, but especially if you're a business owner, 
because you can get so many amazing ideas, you can channel so many amazing ideas once you reach that level of activation. Do you know what? It's quite interesting because you said before that when we lay down in a bed and when we're going to sleep, that's when that's when the body calms down, isn't it? That's when we are most likely breathe properly. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's the power of stillness and the power of silence. So I suppose if you add the breath work to it, you can expand and achieve more of those downloads and achieve the highest, um, highest level, highest level of concentration. And um, it's really nice to do breath work before you do meditation because you can really drop into like a, a new level of stillness. Um, I always say to people as well, people get stressed out about reaching this activation, you know, and um, can almost stress the body out trying to get to that level a bit like you do with meditation, you know, you want to reach that level of bliss. Um, But I always say the same, the fact that you're being still listening to your breathing, that in its own is really powerful, just being still with yourself with your body. How often should we do breath work? Every day. (laughs) um integrative breath I recommend doing every day so you don't have to do tons and tons some people find that overwhelming you know they're already doing their gratitude list and meditation and exercise and whatever else um so if you're wanting to improve your breathing something I recommend is practicing something one to three minutes three times a day so practicing those diaphragmatic breaths um I like to start the day with a little morning practice and it can be as simple as that, hands on the belly, deep breaths in. Um, You can use the breath for different things, like if you struggle to sleep, then I would recommend that. Um, In terms of a deep dive, so doing the conscious connected breathing, um, I recommend doing that once a week. It's a great way to let go of any shit that you might've been holding onto during the week, sorry for swearing. and keep you connected. Um, And I also recommend doing the conscious connected breathing if you feel like there's something blocking you or you're holding onto some kind of emotion. You know, when you feel anxiety build around something, it was just building and building, great time to go and do a deeper session. Are we supposed to be breathing through our mouth as well or mainly through our nose? I'm sure everybody's asking this question right now. Because it gets confusing though, because I'm talking about the twofold. Optimal breathing day to day, do not want you breathing through your mouth. Um, There's a really famous book out at the moment by James Nestor called Breathe. And it's a whole book talking about why it's so bad to breathe through your mouth. And even our teeth, the fact that a lot of us don't have straight teeth as we grow up, a lot of that is from mouth breathing because it changes our cranial structure. So day to day, you want to be breathing through your nose. Um, even for exercise if you can, but you need to train that. Conscious connected breathing, um, you you generally want to do that through your mouth because it's really powerful. It's a really powerful way. If you're wanting to transform or you're wanting to really release something, it's extremely effective. Having said that, as I said, it's triggering for your nervous system. For some people that's too much, stresses them out, they close off, it can be traumatic. So, I'm always careful how I say that. So to make that simple, day-to-day, nose breath. If you're wanting a deep dive, ideally mouth breath, if your nervous system is up for it. Thank you so much. Let's share your personal experiences with breath work. 
five years ago, I so I did two university degrees back to back. So I did an acting degree and then I did chiropractic. And I graduated and I was really miserable living in a one bed flat on my own. I hated my job and I'd just do nothing. I'd stay in bed. I was miserable. I didn't realize at the time, but I was just completely burnt out. So I went on a women's retreat and we did, we did all sorts. We did sweat lodges. We walked on fire. And on the last day, we did something called breathwork. And I just thought, cool, I'm going to lie down for an hour. Nice. And during the breath work, um, I had a facilitator. So I had someone with me pretty much the whole time. And there was actually something that came up during my childhood. And really weird, you wouldn't normally do this as a facilitator. She started touching my legs, which was really triggering for me. And there was also a song that came on, which also took me back to something that happened in my childhood as well. So it was actually quite traumatic, my first breathwork experience. And it was a memory. It was something that um, had kind of been kept a secret in my family. So it wasn't something that I'd had in my conscious mind for years and years. And that's one of the crazy things about breathwork. As you said, you can get these random downloads that you perhaps think you've forgotten. Um, so anyway, the lady afterwards who did the breathwork session with me, um, we bonded over that. We spoke about it quite a lot. And at the end of the weekend, uh, we got a bit drunk. We weren't allowed to drink and we got drunk on the last day. And she pulled me into the bathroom and she said, Charlie, I think you've got a lot of potential in this area. Um, can I be your coach? So then she was my coach for the following year. It just became my side passion. So I practiced in the day as a chiropractor. At nighttime, I would sneak people upstairs and breed them. And people were just queuing up. Everyone wanted to come and do my sessions. During the pandemic, it was only actually last year, I quit my job for six weeks because we weren't sure if we could touch people. And I set up Source and it just got busy really quickly. For the first time in my life, people get messaging me saying, this is your calling or they get amazing experiences. And it was like black and white. I just had to keep doing it. Can you tell me how is it possible that breath um, can access those traumatic memories and bring them up to the surface? Um, there's an incredible book called The Body Keeps the Score. Quite a well-known one. Um, so like I said at the beginning, our body is a map of our whole life. So um, when we go through something stressful or traumatic, especially as a child, because we can't always necessarily emotionally process something in the moment. Same now, if something happens where, you know, we just physically can't compute what's happening in that moment, then we hold on to that energy. We store that energy. We store that tension in our body. If you were to have a feel around in your body right now, so, so feeling um, around your heart space, uh, feeling around your diaphragm, which is also called our fear belt, feeling into our belly, there's actually some really painful sore spots. And if you were with a facilitator, you can almost feel like searing pain to press into those areas. So we hold on to this tension, this energy, and it's like a memory in our body. So when we breathe into that area, when we release that energy, then that's when um, you can feel that processed emotion. That's when you work through it. And that's when these things can come up.
Thank you so much, Charlie. Where can listeners find you and get in contact with you? Um, Instagram is a good place. Uh, I do lots of little videos in there. That's just my name, Charlie Maltz. Clubhouse, I'm a little bit addicted to Clubhouse, Charlie Maltz. Um, also, my website is sourcebreathwork.com. Thank you for listening. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and that you have gained a lot of information. As I have just launched this podcast, I have decided to give two lucky listeners a free psychic reading each month for the period of next three months. These readings will be a combination of a tarot and a psychic channeling. To enter, all you need to do is leave a review in the iTunes store, take a screenshot of it, send it to me on barbaramayshow at gmail.com, which is B-A-R-B-R-A-M-A-Y-S-H-O-W at gmail.com. As you may already know, um, reviews are very important for podcasts and they will help podcasts to expand and direct the important topics discussed to the appropriate audience. At the end of every month, I will announce the winner on my Instagram, which is at the Barbara May Show. So keep your eyes peeled and I cannot wait to see you on the next episode.